Praise the Lord again. I am so sorry for that interruption. I'm not sure what happened on the recording, but I stopped at the reasons why I chose to remain uh, abstinent from sex until marriage. And so I was on the second point. I want to have eternal life with Jesus, my Lord. I want to have eternal life with Jesus. So Y'all, I'm telling you that the Bible says like the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And that includes fornicators. Fornicators is people who have sex before marriage. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that was another reason like, wait a minute. I'm trying to tell you like a little bump and grind is not worth me missing eternal life with Jesus. Y'all, I don't care how good the sex is. I don't care how good the orgasm feels. That That's only a moment. Okay? Even though you may feel the effects of it for days or whenever, but... We talking about eternity here. So if I want to spend eternity with my Savior, Jesus Christ, I have to forsake having sex until marriage. And I'm telling you, it indeed is worth it because I'm telling you, hell is on fire. The lake of fire is on fire. And you do not want to be burning for eternity because you could not resist because you couldn't give away a good feeling because you couldn't get over this man or God forbid this woman. You just, you just going to be stuck in hell. And I'm telling you, it's not worth it. Like, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, God, you are my pleasure until I find a husband. It's all good. And I'm telling y'all, after some time go by, like your mind is not going to constantly be on sex anymore. You have to sit, you have to dedicate, submit your way to God way and set your affection on things above. And there's some practical things I've said in my other podcast that you can do. And I'm telling you, your mind will not always be on sex because if it is, I'm telling you, you gonna end up in a lake of fire somewhere where you don't want to end up. But I was like, I had to come to Jesus meeting. I'm like, uh-uh. I love myself too much. I love Jesus. Okay, we about to get to that's the third point. Hey, I love myself. That is the third point. There is no way. First of all, there's no way I'm going to hell for a man and no sex. Mm-mm. I love myself. Secondly, now you know when you have sex, you have opened yourself up to this other person. It's more than a physical act. It's an emotional act. It's a spiritual act. And so there... You are exchanging more than semen or sperm. It is, and some people, you know, wear a condom, so or they pull out, as you say. So it's still you. It still don't matter because you and this person have become one. Okay, he's inside of you. You have become one. So why are we becoming one with people that's not our spouse? It's not a good idea, and it's not God's idea. And we have to say, you know what? I love myself and I'm not going to let anybody else enter my body that is not my husband. Your body is priceless, okay? You people, you know, uh, some people um, prostitute or they strip. But I'm telling you, that is why I know God is against that because your body is is priceless. You can't put a price tag on it. And so it's very valuable. So if you really love yourself, 
you will not go out here and you won't be practicing sex with multiple people. And you also have to consider that even if I am in what I call a committed relationship with one person, that person can still be cheating on you and bring you back an STD. And if they don't, you have a spiritually transmitted disease because God does not approve of you having sex with someone that is not your spouse. So we have to choose to love ourselves. And when we love ourselves, we will not be connect be connecting ourselves with people that are not our spouse. Also, I want to honor myself. And in order to honor my body, I can't just give it to people that are not my spouse. And so you have to have high standards for yourself. And a lot of times we, when we grow up in the church, it's like, okay, I'm keeping my body because it's the right thing to do. Or I'm keeping my body and I'm saving myself for marriage. But it's so much more than that. Because if you never get married, you should love yourself enough that you say, look, I'm not about to be out here sleeping with everybody. I'm not even going to sleep with one person because I love myself. And so you have to think about that. And then even if you are practicing the abstinent lifestyle and you have a slip up or a mess up, that don't mean you don't love yourself. That means like, hey, I should have more boundaries. I should have way more boundaries around myself so I wouldn't slip up. So I'm telling you, if you have slipped up, you come to Jesus and you repent and you say, Lord, I never want to do this again. I never want to be found caught in this sin again and you set up again boundaries so it won't happen that shows that you love yourself because you like hey i figured out why i slipped up and now i'm gonna make sure i make things right so i won't do this again so i'm not saying you know that you will never slip up we pray like we walk in holiness and we walk in the spirit so you know we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh but if you do slip up, you have an advocate with the Father. No, you didn't deliberately do it. Because if we if we call it ourselves saved and sanctified with the filled with the Holy Ghost, we're not deliberately setting up ways for us to have sex. Like, no, we're not deliberately doing that. But if you fell into the sexual sin, then you realize that, hey, oh no, this was, I should not have done this. I need to set up boundaries from now on, okay? And the smart thing would be to set up boundaries before that happened. But if you figured out, wait a minute, enough boundaries was not set up because this shouldn't happen, that's what you do because you love yourself. You learn from your mistake. You don't keep repeating the same mistake, you know, over the same mistake over and over and over again because at that point, it's not a mistake. It's bad decisions and you know what you are doing. Okay, so if you love yourself, you're going to make sure that you do not, that you don't continue in sexual sins because it's very damaging to your soul, to your spirit, to who you are as a person, to your purpose. It's very damaging to that. So you want to love yourself because God loves you. So you have to, we must love ourselves enough to say, a, again, this is my standard and I'm not coming down off of it. I don't care what you say. I don't care. Mm -mm. And guess what? It is some holy men of God that also have that same standard to keep themselves sexually pure. So if you are courting somebody like this, then he's working towards that goal too of keeping himself sexually pure and honoring God. So again, I want to honor myself. 
because I love myself and I hold myself to this high standard. I cannot drop them underwear. <laughs> I can't do it because I love God. I love God. I love myself and I want to honor myself. If I never get married, I still want to love myself and I want to honor myself. Understand that. Number four, I want God to use me for his glory. I want God to use me for his glory to help save others. God loves to use per vessels. So I'm like, wait a minute. When I was in the world, we might not want to say this, but I had to come to get to it. Like I allowed the devil to use me because I knew, you know, I didn't know the depth of it, but I knew it was wrong what I was doing. And I allowed the devil to trick me into the, you know, into doing things that I should not have done. I should not have had sex before marriage. And so I allowed the devil to do this. And so, or influenced me to do it because he didn't make me do anything. He may have influenced me. He made it available. But at the end of the day, it was my choice. So I allowed that to happen in my life, which I like, Lord, I'm so sorry for that. Like it hurts me even today that I allowed myself to be captive to what the devil was offering me. But thank God I'm now free in Jesus. And so I'm like, if I was used in a world, allowed the devil to use me in a world, there's no way that I'm going to come on God's side and not be used for his glory. And the only way I can do that is to live a holy life. And since we talking about sex, I cannot be out here having sex with multiple people or with one person while I am still single. So I'm like, Lord, could you please keep my body, keep my spirit, keep my mind because I want to be used by you. I want to be the one to help bring someone to you that they may change their life. You know, I want to be that one. If you need me to heal, you know, not well, be a vessel to be used to heal someone because God do the healing. Lord, I'm available. If you want to use me to to perform miracles, Lord, I'm available. So I'm telling y'all, don't look at these people that's out here and they just doing whatever, like they call themselves a pastor, preacher, minister, missionary, prophetess, or whatever, and they're out here having continual sex or they homosexuals. Listen, God, God is going to honor his name. So yes, sometimes they do do healings or miracles, and sometimes the devil, you got to be very careful because the devil can do healings and miracles too. So these people out here doing all of this stuff, and they're going to get, if they continue in sin, they're going to get to the judgment seat of Christ, and he's going to say, I never knew you. So don't look at them and say, oh, I see all the miracles and all this stuff that's happening in their life. I can do it too. No, you look to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. You look to his word and God wants you to be holy. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. So if you want to be used by God to do great things in his kingdom, we must be holy, pure vessels before him. Those are the ones that God loves to use. And I say, Lord, I commit my life to you. I commit my body to you. I commit everything to you because I want you to use me for your glory. I was used out here in this world for too long. So I don't care if people call me holier than thou. I don't care what you call me. I'm going hard for Jesus because I love Jesus and I know he loved me. When I was at my weakest moment, when I was at, in the pit, 
felt like I was in the pit of hell. God lifted me up. His love lifted me up. So yes, Lord, whatever you need me to say, even if people don't like it, I don't care. I'm going to speak your words because you love me. You forgave me. And I want you to use me for your glory. So I'm telling you right now, people will call you names. You're not going to have a lot of friends. And I'm talking about even in the church world, because not everybody wants to be used for God's glory. They want to attend church and then they want to have friends. So they are scared to be who God wants them to be or whatever. Like they want to fit in with the crowd, but I don't care. I'm like, Lord, you know what? I know why you called me because even when I was in the world, I didn't care about what people thought about me, what they cared about, what I said. I never cared because I was me and I was going to do me. So I'm not going to get in the kingdom of God and compromise with the world, compromise with Satan and let Satan use me any longer. No, I'm going to let God use me how he please. And sometimes the Lord's words is is to bring correction. And a lot of people don't want to receive correction, but I'd rather somebody correct me and help me out of my sins than to pat me up in my sins and I go to hell. So God, I thank God for using me as that vessel because I'm going to tell you all on here, maybe some things that you don't want to hear. Maybe it might be a hard pill to swallow, but if you take the medicine, God will heal you of all manner of disease. He will heal you of that depression. He will heal you of that low self-esteem. He will heal you from the inside out because he wants you to be saved. He don't want you to continue in a cycle of sin, in a cycle of sexual sins because it's destructive. So many powerful men of God have been brought down low because they decided to be in sexual sin. Samson and Delilah. Samson had more than Delilah. He kept messing with women that was in that was outside of God's will for his life. And his life ended. That she tricked him. He was no longer in the presence of God. When you sleep with these people and you stay in sexual sin, God is not covering your life. God is not uh, approving of your life. You are opening yourself up to be destroyed by Satan. So we need to ask God, Lord, use me for your glory. Keep me holy. Keep me pure. And we can't just say that with our mouths. We have to set up and do practical ways to keep us from sinning sexual because we are sexual being beings, but we cannot sit up here and give in to the sex. No, God wants to know. I mean, are you really going to have self-control while you as a single? Because if you have no self-control now, you definitely ain't going to have no self-control when you get married. Because your spouse may not always want to have sex. Or if they do always want to have sex, they might get sick and can't have sex. What you going to do? Cheat? So, and that's going to be outside the will of God. That's why right now, stay holy. Allow God to use you for his glory. Okay? Let's allow God to use us for his glory. Next one, number five, I want to be an example and influence others to also practice abstinence because they too love God and want to uh, please God. And I'm like, I cannot be an example. And I'm going to be more specifically, I cannot be an example to my children if I'm out here having sex too. I'm telling them, no, I don't want you to have a boyfriend. No, I don't want you having sex, but I'm having sex. No, that is a bad example. And every the life that I always wanted to live was, if I tell you to do something, I want to be found doing it myself. So when I tell my children, my daughter, my oldest is 18, when I tell her I want you to be a virgin, 
I gave her a pretty ring and everything before she turned 18. Like, I want, we had that talk about sex and how you should keep your body and how you should please God. And it was like, I, God honors, you know, you when you keep your body pure. And not just from sex, but just have a pure mind about all things. But when you walk up right before God, God will honor that. So anyway, we had that discussion about purity and how to abstain from sex, what you need to do. And so I couldn't tell her that if I wasn't doing it. So I thank God for like my children was very young. Like I said, I started being abstaining from sex over 12 years ago. They was very young when I started doing this. And so when I did give her the ring a couple of years ago, I was abstaining myself. She didn't see no man coming in and out of our house. I didn't have no boyfriends. No, it was like, she seen me walking a clean and saved pure life. So I was like, I wanted to be that example. I wanted to be holy and pure so she can also walk in holiness. Now, if she decides not to do that, it's not my fault. But I did live a life before her to show that you can abstain from sex. Like, you don't have to have all these boyfriends. You can wait on God to send you a holy man. You don't have to talk to people that are unbelievers. Wait on your spouse because it'll be so much easier for you to abstain from sex when you wait on a holy man of God to go out there against God's will, talk to a data unbeliever, and then he's pressuring you to have sex. You want to make him happy or you want to please him or he's saying that, okay, you love me, so you should have sex and then you pressured into having sex. No, forget all that. Just don't date an unbeliever because the Bible tells us not to do it and you're going to avoid so many pitfalls if you just do right by the scriptures, do right by God. So I wanted to be the example. So I don't, I'm not out here having sex. It's been over, you know, I have not been in, you know, sexual relationship, a sexual relationship in over 12 years. I've not been in that type of relationship because I did not want to continue in sin. I didn't, why should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. So I've not been out here living a sexually active life for 12 years okay 12 years and it's all because of a made up mind and the holy ghost power that's working within me and so i wanted to be example and also influence you that are on here you can practice abstinence god will help you to um to not have sex but you have to have the will because if that's not your will God and the Holy Ghost, you know, the Holy Ghost inside of you is not going to work over your will. You have to surrender your will to his will and say, Lord, I I want to please you. I want to be holy before you. Lord, created me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit within me, Lord. Regulate my thoughts. Regulate my body. Help me, Lord, to control these urges. And then some practical things that you need to consistently do Every day, of course, we're supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be reading our word. When God tell, when when it's you need to have a time when you fast, and that means you go without food and drink, and then get off social media. You need to be purifying yourself continually so you will not go into sexual sin. And like I said, if you do slip up, God will forgive you. But don't make why are you making a habit of that if you saying that you are saving Holy Ghost field. We know better. We we have to keep ourselves at this spiritual high point because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. 
But you have to keep yourself spiritually strong and then stay away. That's why the Bible is saying flee fornication. You got to stay far away from it. And even an appearance of evil, you, you got to abstain from appearance of evil. Because I'm telling you, your flesh is flesh. It wants, it craves. So you have to set up boundaries. Boundaries so you will not, you will not fall into sexual sin. Okay, so we can... Please God in body and in spirit. We can honor him in body and in spirit, but it's going to take you doing these practical things and you being filled with the Holy Spirit in order to do it. Don't make excuses for yourself, but you got to consistently work at it. And then once you get, once some time has passed and you haven't had sex, it is going to be easier for you to keep your mind off sex. It's not even going to be a big deal because right now it's not a big deal for me. I don't crave sex because my mind is on things above. My mind is on fulfilling the purpose that God has for me. My mind is on, okay, I got to wait on my husband because I want to also please my husband. But number one, I want to please God. So that's why I'm saying if the husband never come, my life is holy before the Lord because my spouse, Jesus Christ, is gonna come one day and he's going i can't have spot wrinkle blemish i got to be holy so uh, i'm encouraging you all to please keep your vessels pure before the lord and be an example to other people that's your age or even older to say that we can live for god we can live a holy life god we don't have to be out here having sex not even one person because again God only honors marriage. So even if you are in what you call a committed relationship, if you are not married under God's standards, then you are still in sin. So we want to be an example, no sex at all, and honor God in body and in spirit. Last, uh, I want to be the best holy wife for my husband. And so I'm telling you, in order to be the best holy wife, you got to abstain from sex because you sitting up here bringing all these spirits with you into the marriage. That's going to be a mess. So we got to right now be abstaining from sex, asking God to do cleanse us, even from the thoughts of previous partners, everything. Because right now those thoughts is cleansed from me. Like I don't even crave. I don't want, I do not want, you know, my children's father. I do not want him in that way. I'm praying that he receives the Holy Ghost and it's not so I can marry him because I don't want him to go to hell because I still, I have the love of God and I love everybody. But as far as me and him ever getting in a relationship is negative because God said that was not my husband. So that's not why I'm praying. I'm praying that God will bless him. So the point is, I want to be the best holy wife for my husband. So I ask God to cleanse me of all those thoughts that I had about him, the experiences that we experienced. Lord, please cleanse that away because I do not want to compare my husband to someone that I had previous because my husband is going to be, as they say, all that in a bag of chips. And I know that he is going to please me in every way. So I do not even have to worry about what I experienced before because I know that he is going to please me because if God have put us together. God knows what I need and God knows what I want. So I do not have to worry about what I experienced in the past. And I want to be the best holy wife for my husband. So I want to please him. So I have to make sure that I am not 
comparing or I'm not trying to do whatever. I just want to please my husband that I'm going to have now. And that is what my mind going to be on. I don't want to take any nasty spirits from a previous relationship into the marriage. And then again, you don't want... You don't want all these men saying that they had you like, no, oh no, you want to keep a good name. And so, like I said, I have not had like, no, I was not, I have not had all these had relationships in several years because I said, Lord, until my spouse come, I do not want to be in a dating relationship like that. I do not show me my spouse. And that is the man that I will court and then we will get married that is it on it but i want to be the best holy wife for my husband i want i want him to enjoy my body like i mean if you out here giving your body to everybody once you get married you either you're gonna be tired of it or your body's gonna be raggedy and torn ooh, torn down so i'm saying y'all we got to think about these things like don't be out here because even if you have a sexual relationship with the same one partner your body is still getting worn out and we don't want that to happen. So I was like, no, 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 no. Legs closed, legs closed until my husband come. And it's been several, several, several years. Several years. So it might be like I'm a virgin when I get married. But uh, now I know I'm not a virgin because I have three beautiful children. But it would be like I'm a virgin because I haven't been touched in so long okay so we have to know that you want to be the best holy wife for your husband and again god god cleanses you from all unrighteousness so i'm clean that's why i said i'm like a virgin i'm clean i'm clean before god and i'm pure and i'm holy and that is the kind of husband i mean that is the kind of wife that your husband would want to marry somebody that's holy someone that's virtuous someone that has a good name so i'm telling you all maintain your integrity don't let these men be doing all of this to you walk in holiness if we say that we are saved and holy ghost filled we should not be out here having sex okay wait until marriage and so in conclusion i want us to remember it's always important that we know the why behind what we do. And so that is why I listed several reasons why I choose to abstain from sex until marriage. That is what motivates us to keep moving forward. Like, it may be some nice-looking men out here. It might be some nice-looking men that's trying to get your number or in your inbox or wherever you may be in a grocery store, wherever. But I don't care how good he looking. I don't care how many muscles he got. I don't care how good he smell. I don't care how good his money is looking. You like, oh, no, I love God. I love myself. And I'm saving myself for marriage. And you are not worth it. I am worth it. And when I say you are not worth it, like me having sex with you is not worth me uh, giving up. It's not. It's not. So you have to know who you are and whose you are and the why. And so I always rehearse this stuff, this stuff to me. And it's really not a thing because now I'm like, I just want my husband. So it really irks me, y'all. Like, it really gets on my nerves when other people is in my inbox or trying to get my phone number because I already know they are not my spouse. It aggravates me. Like, I'm not even thinking. Like, that's not a temptation for me anymore. But because I don't want to have sex with anybody but my husband. At this point, I just want my husband. That's all I want. So... These men do not tempt me. Like, I don't care how good you look, okay? You just flesh and blood. 
Uh, you gonna go back to dirt, you know, because we all was made from the dust of the earth. It don't even matter. Like, you just a frame. It don't matter to me, okay? I want my husband because to me, sex is way more than a physical. So, it that is not... Going, having sex with man is not a temptation for me. But when you have problems with it or if you just coming out sexual relationship, sometimes it is a problem for you. So you have to remember your why. Why do I not have sex before marriage? So I can keep pressing forward. You got to keep remembering that I love God. I love myself. I want to honor God. I want to honor myself. So and then you, you think about the negative consequences that come to come to you if you have sex. Besides STDs, besides having to raise a baby by yourself, besides um, all of that, spiritual transmitted disease, separation from God, all of this, you're thinking about all this, oh no, I got to keep moving forward. Okay, when your why is greater and more important to you than the temptation, it's easier to say no. Okay, so because that's why, I mean, it's not hard for me at all. I don't even... Put myself in a situation with these men. I cut it off. Like, no, I already know what you want, so I don't have time. No, I don't want to go out on a date with you because you are not my husband. Okay, you are not my husband. We can't talk on no kind of level because you are not my husband. I don't put myself in a situation to even be tempted to have sex because you're not my husband. That is where I'm at in my stage of life. But everybody is not the same. But it is easier for you to say no when you know your why. And if you love God and you saying God loves you, that's that's a big reason to say no. Say no to sex. Say no to sex. Say no to sex because it's going to bring too many unwanted consequences before marriage. And like I said, the biggest one, separation from God. If God come and he find you with your legs up, your underwear down, whatever, you going to hell. So I'm just saying there's more than that because I love God. I love the intimacy that we share. It is not worth me out here being in a sexual relationship to get separated from God to be with a human. That I don't even know if, love, if they love me or not. Ain't no way. So you got to make sure when all of these things, when your why is greater and more important to you than a temptation, it's easier to say no. It's not hard for me at all. Because I, first of all, I'm not even going to go there. Like, that, like I said, the sex question ain't even going to come up because I'm not even going to give you a time of day. I'm not. And stay far away from it as possible. Like stay far, 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 far away from it. That's why I said, you in my inbox? Nope, you're not my husband. Eh, cut it off. Like, it's so simple. It's so simple. You see somebody in the store. Oh, hi. Yep, I know. Yep, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you. Okay, have a nice day. So, no. Like, I'm not even about to entertain anything. I'm not entertaining anything and anybody but my husband. Okay? So, remember, you all, that we are worth it. We are worth the work. We are worth the weight of having sex. And a godly man will have those high standards just like you. He will wait for sex until y'all get married because he want to please God. He love God. He want to honor God. So, <coughs> excuse me. I pray that this blessed someone, <coughs> excuse me, on today, please be encouraged. If you have any questions, <coughs> comments, Feel free to leave me a voice message. Um, I'm available to answer questions or give advice, whatever. So remember, keep it holy. Have a blessed night. Holy Lady T checking out. Peace.